Hey, welcome to the Galaxy Moonbeam Night Sight, the 50th podcast episode, 50, 50, 50, half a hundred, we made it at last. We are the Retro Talk Network, where we talk about anything having to do with nostalgia, radio, television, movies, and not only that, we do it really good, and we've done it 50 times. If you plugged it in, turn it on, listen to it, or watched it, we talk about it right here. I'm Mike. I'm Smitty. Uh, happy, I, birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Happy to birthday to you. I'm Ian. Hey, oh, Ian. Happy birthday to all of us. Ian, I thought you'd look older after 50 episodes. <laughs> he looks the same. He looks the same. Actually, yeah. so do we all. Yeah, actually, yeah. better. Uh, we just blew out the 50 candles. Well, what do you think, Smitty? We uh, made it. We made it, Mike. This is a milestone for us and very very happy very pleased that we've made it to this juncture and thankful for all of our listeners who have been with us these 50 shows well not only that but you know it is the listeners that helped us get there i remember when we did the first couple of shows i think we did three one afternoon and we just weren't quite sure we were reaching around grabbing around trying to figure out what to talk about and who would listen and what we would do if uh, we actually found a listener. Well, yeah. fortunately for us, we found a lot of listeners, hundreds of listeners. And the best thing, actually, we've made the jump over to AM radio. Yes. Saturday nights at 8.30 p.m. on KCBQ, AM 1170 here in San Diego. Just before our good friend Mike Zuccaro and his Saturday night sock hop program, we're on the air now. We've made the jump to radio. We're going to try it for a little while, and we thought it was the next step that we should be taking with our show. Well, it was a good step, too, and we do have Mike Zuccaro. He's been on the show several times, and hopefully we can stay on the air and uh, precede him because it's mm-hmm. a nice mixture. It's kind of keeping it all in the family. And by the way, we do want to mention that Galaxy Moonbeam Nightside is part of the Galaxy Nostalgia Network, which is the parent to this show, and we're very pleased that Galaxy Nostalgia Network is also picking up some new inroads. And stay tuned, and we'll give you more news about Galaxy Nostalgia Network as the time goes on. Sure, and as the next 50 come up and we move... Uh, Ever so slowly, but surely to show 100. Yes. We've got some great stuff. We talked about the big bands and the Showtime specials. Ian's got some great essays coming up. We have a special. We sure do. Which is one of the neat things we've got coming up here on Show 50 and moving forward. We're actually going to go out remote. And in this case, we went remote recently to what's known as the, what is it, the Big Three Parts Exchange? Big Three Parts Exchange. What I call them in L.A. was a big old-fashioned swap meet. But the Big Three Parts Exchange was held at our own Qualcomm Stadium here in San Diego. Uh, The first couple of days, we had a heavy rainstorm, and most of it was wiped out, just uh, literally underwater. But we came back on Sunday. And we had our little remote uh, rig. We've got some video coming up of that day out there at the uh, car show, but you've lashed together quite a bit of the audio and put together a pretty good remote piece. Which we're going to listen to in just a second, and you'll be telling us a little bit later, Mike, where our friends can see the video to this. You'll be able to go online, and we'll post the YouTube channel. It'll be a Galaxy Nostalgia Network YouTube channel, which will be all of our video footage moving forward after this show 50 Well, speaking of that, let's go ahead and listen then to part one of our remote from the Big Three Swap Meet at Qualcomm Stadium, February of 2011. Good. Roll it. Well, Mike, here we are at the 45th annual Big Three Parts Exchange. We're at San Diego Qualcomm Stadium. Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight is real pleased to be here on the occasion of our 50th show. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny. The sun's out. It was a different case yesterday. It was raining. We had a torrential rain and the place got partially flooded out, but today's a beautiful day and we're going to look around a little bit. We're going to just talk to a few people. We're going to see what they've got. We're going to look at some cool old cars, some cool old car parts. So come along with us and we'll check it out. So Mike, we're uh, 
kind of walking up and down these rows here we're seeing a wide variety of stuff just like you would at any other swap meet what are you seeing that looks interesting I see a whole lot of things from the past. I mean, if we had the Galaxy Moonbeam Night Sight Convention, we should probably have it here. This is just a cross-section of just about everything we've talked about in the last 50 or so shows. And speaking of 50 or so shows, here we are, and actually we're doing this for our 50th. So if you folks want to check the video version of this and you're listening to the podcast, you can go over to our new YouTube site at Galaxy Moonbeam Night Sight. And we're excited because uh, since it's our 50th show, we're going to bring out something new, and that's video enhancements to our podcast. That's right, Mike, and people will be able to see some of what we're looking at here. Not only is this old cars and old car parts, but people bring out all kinds of things. Here we're looking at an old Coke machine that somebody's selling, and we're seeing old furniture, we're seeing antiques, toys. We saw some toys earlier. Your uh, Toys are kind of your specialty. And uh, I've seen, in, in years past, I've seen old radios here. I've seen electronics. I've seen all kinds of neat stuff. There's Mini everything. bikes, music. This is the 45th annual event. They've been doing this for 45 years. So it's kind of an established thing. comes once a year to San Diego. We're out here on a beautiful sunny day, and we're going to keep walking around here, and we'll have some more stuff for our friends to uh, look at and to hear. Galaxy Moonbeam Nightside. Coming to you straight and direct, live at the Qualcomm Galaxy Nostalgia Network. Well, Mike, we're looking at an old car here that kind of caught your attention, and talk a little bit about this. What'd you find here? A 71 Purple Plymouth Duster. Now, that was the entire world to me in 1971. Fast forward 40 years, and I'm trying to figure out how I can put together $10,000, because at $99.95, that's probably the best deal at this show this weekend. Well, if you can figure out how to put ten grand together real quickly, let me know because I've, I'm there with you. There's a lot of neat cars out here, and this is probably one of the nicest ones that we've seen here today. This is the nicest because I can relate to it. It's one of those cars of your past, which is what Galaxy Moonbeam's all about. But, uh, yeah, this will look good on the website for GalaxyMoonbeamNightSight.com. Exactly. Ninety nine ninety five. If you want to see it, it's on our website. Well, Mike, you know, we... Uh, talked a number of shows back on on galaxy moonbeam nightside we talked about being a citizen journalist and we're kind of doing that today we've got your little portable h4 handy recorder you've got a little flip video camera and we basically have a complete radio and television station here at our fingertips yeah you know for online the quality is not bad and we're just walking around here we've got all the big shoulder television equipment all the big cameras the big guns but this way we have a lot more fun. Uh, we're not as intimidating to the people, and we're just actually having a good day of it. And what we're telling the listeners and the viewers out there that if you're really into something, a hobby or a passion, and you want to share it with the world, you can do that. Uh, the Handy Zoom recorder is digital. There's no tape, and it goes directly to your computer, and you can put the video from the flip camera right over the top of it post it up on youtube and show the world what you're really loving what you're into exactly mike and we were talking earlier about how back in the old days you'd have had to have a guy with a camera you'd have had to have a guy with a wired microphone if you wanted it to be a really professional shoot you'd have had some guy with a boom microphone out here and you know you've got a crew of three four maybe even five people and as you said it that's intimidating you walk up to somebody and they freeze because they don't know what you know what the deal here we're walking up with these little tiny tiny boxes this is amazing we're covering audio and video and, and it's a lot easier to carry this around than it would be to carry a 30 pound camera around 
Yeah, you got that right. Not only that, uh, half the people here think we're cops. So I'm looking forward to some free lunch and definitely free go. coffee. Oh, yes, definitely, at least. And some free donuts. It's a good turnout. We thought that it might not be too big of a turnout, but it is pretty good, seeing as yesterday was a washout, and a lot of people are here today, Mike. Well, we were here last year, and you could hardly walk. Every one of these aisles was packed with vendors. As we look out further, there's a lot of motorhomes and trucks and cars and that are parked here, that are vendors, and not that many buyers, but a lot of vendors today. Well, that's true, and it's nice to walk around. It's probably one of the most gorgeous days here in San Diego of the entire winter season. And just 24 hours ago, this parking lot that we're standing at was knee-deep in water. So mm -hmm. uh, it's the San Diego story. You know, uh, we finished up with winter yesterday and got it over in 24 hours. That's right. It's a crisp, cool Sunday morning. The sun's out, but it's cool. There's a cold breeze, but it's kind of refreshing to walk around in this breeze. We're coming up on a, on a beautiful car. I wish Ian was here. I think this is the car that, or this year and model that Ian took his first uh, driving test in. It could have been. It's a 62 Comet. That would have made Ian 50 years old at the time. Yes, it would have. And this is the car that he and Abraham Lincoln took for a spin. That's right. When they yeah. won their science fair contest. Okay, uh, well, well, we're out here with a gentleman who has this very nice Mercury Comet out here. What's your name, sir? Herbert Pender. Herbert, uh, have you been coming out here to the Big Three before in past years? No, this is the first time. The first time. What do you think about this event? I think it's great. I think they ought to have it more than once a year to begin with, and I think that if they do only have it once a year, they ought to have it when it's not going to rain. Exactly. Well, we were commenting earlier that yesterday we were rained out. Mm -hmm. It was quite a torrential downpour, but today's a beautiful morning. Yes. And you're, Now, how are you doing today as far as sales and people coming around inquiring about your car? Uh, quite a few inquiries. Uh, the sale hadn't been that great for the little small stuff. This stuff here belongs to a 94-year-old gentleman who used to own a Texaco station. Okay. So I came out here just with a little bit of his stuff just to see what it was going to be like. I didn't know how big this thing was. And originally we were down way over there past mm -hmm. the trellis, and mm -hmm. they told us we had to leave. And then they came along and said, well, you know, if you go to higher ground, we'll let you stay. So that's what we did. We came up here. Well, good, good. Well, we're glad that you're here. Now, tell us a little bit about this uh, comment that you have for sale here today. Well, my wife wanted a Ford Falcon, and I couldn't find one, but I did find this 1962 Mercury Comet. And the thing that impressed me about it was it was all original. Everything is original. The horns, the cigarette lighter, the radio, right down to the Mercury-headed keys. Wow. Spare tires even original on it. It runs, it drives, we rebuilt the carburetor, put a new battery, new fuel pump in it, and redid the head on it. And uh, the only reason why my wife didn't keep it is because it's four and a half inches longer than a Falcon. <laughs> and so I bought her a 2002 Saturn, handed her the keys, and said, don't ever ask me for a car again. <laughs> but this car is just a, it's just a little breeze car. You have it priced very reasonably, and I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the day you get some bites on it. Well, I hope so. Well, good, Herbert. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. We really appreciate it. We sure wish you luck uh, today. We're, we're sure that if we come back later on today, you're going to have this car sold. I hope so. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. So. Thank you very I much. You guys it. have a blessed day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, Sir, what is your name? My name's Larry Volk. Larry, you're out here with uh, a veterans group? Volunteers of Veterans Foundation. We're out of Jerry L. Pettis Hospital in Loma Linda. Okay, very good. And you are out here. You have a, a raffle for a car here. Tell us about this car that, you have, uh, that you're raffling today. Well, we do a car show. This is actually going to be our 21st year doing a show. And it's going to be our 10th car. Every year we get a car donated and everything on it. Tires, wheels, paint job is all donated. 
and we probably do about 65 shows a year. And we take the car to different shows and we sell tickets. Uh, we're 100% nonprofit. All the money goes to VA. We're all uh, volunteers. And we've had one year we raised as much as 395000 We probably raised more than any one-day car show in the United States. The day of the show, we give the car away. We have a big show at the VA hospital. We get 1,200 cars. We saw out every year, we turn away about 300 cars. And between the, like I said, between the car and the car show, we do, we do real good. And what's nice is we control the money. Come January, we have a board meeting. The VA gives us a needs list, and we handpick where all the money goes. Make sure it goes to vets, not administration. Throughout the year, like last year, we helped 88 vets with stuff like uh, they got behind in their rent, utilities. Uh, we had a guy just two weeks ago who brings vets every day from Barstow mm-hmm. to Redlands, and he lost his motor, so we bought a new motor for him. One of the things he did was really nice two years ago. Imagine being a vet in the hospital for six months. You got to watch soap operas. Mm-hmm. We wired a whole frame of uh, cable. Now they can watch NASCAR, Lakers, Dodgers, like that, you know. We provide the coffee and donuts. Any vet comes to the hospital, there's free coffee and donuts. That costs us $25,000 a year. We spend $50,000 a year on our gift cards. Vet comes by, needs shoes, food. Mm-hmm. So we do quite a bit for the vets. You know, so we, that's, yeah. that's a wonderful uh, work that you do for the vets. Yeah. We congratulate you for that, you and your organization. Now just tell us really briefly about this car, this particular car that you have here today. This is a 1963 Nova? Yeah, this is a 1963 Nova. It's completely restored. It's got new paint, new interior, new tires, new wheels. Uh, but it's a completely done car. We left the original motor in it. It's been all rebuilt. It's got the six in it. But the motor's been rebuilt by Wayne's. It's got new water pump, new fuel pump starter. Like I said, it's a completely new car. Transmission's been redone. The brakes, rear end. It's good to go, and it'll be good to go for a long time to come. Oh, yes. Excellent. Yes, it's a really nice car. Again, we congratulate you and your organization for putting all this work together and for offering such a beautiful car today. Yes. And if anybody wants information about our car show, they're going to go on our website. Okay. And it's www.veterancarshow, no estimate, veterancarshow.com. Once you go on our website, you'll see all the organizations we're connected with. We certainly uh, support what you're doing. We thank you for talking to us, and we wish you much luck today. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you. It. Appreciate it. Day. Thank you, too. Thank you. Actually, Smitty, I'm going to go up there. I missed winning the Chevelle last year, and I was really upset about that. The guy that won the Chevelle, he won my dream car, the dream car of dream cars. And uh, I've been bitter about that all year. Uh, I probably would have felt better had I bought a ticket. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to go for this little uh, rag top. So why don't you go up there and get your ticket and uh, okay. support this wonderful organization. And this is the convertible, so of course the Galaxy Gang can sit there on the deck lid at the Mother Goose Parade this year later there on. There you go, exactly. Now we may have to tie Ian down so uh, that he doesn't yeah. fall off, but uh, uh, yeah. we can definitely have fun with that car at the Mother Goose Parade. Okay, well I'm going to go get a ticket before I forget I end up like last year. Okay, Mike, there you go. Well, okay, Mike, did you get your... Hey, there you go. He's got his ticket. And maybe this might become the uh, Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight Mobile. Mike, I can see you behind the wheel of that. Yeah, they should probably just quit selling tickets because I've got the winning You've got the one. winning ticket. Uh, I'll just give them the money for the rest of the tickets, and I'll, just go. Go, I'll go home and wait for the call. There you go. We've even got something here of interest for our good buddy Mike Zuccaro, Saturday Night Sock Hop. I'll bet two shows of his don't go by without him spinning that famous old 1951 tune, Rocket 88. Well, this is a 58. I haven't found a 51 yet, but a Mike Z, this one's for you, buddy. Rocket 88. 
I can see Mike behind the wheel of this. Mike <laughs> Zaccaro behind the wheel of this. Yeah, I can see where he dropped his cherry slush. Yeah, exactly. That's right stained. on the seat. Yeah, that's stained. It looks more like a chili dog. <laughs> Mike Z, we told you not to be eating and drinking in the old car. Yeah, this is your weekend to go go car. This, this car is so huge, he could do a remote of Saturday Night Sock Hop from inside this car. Oh, and have echo. And Studio have echo, echo, exactly. He wouldn't need the reverb anymore. No, no more reverb. <laughs> and I think at 14000 or 13 grand, he'd actually throw in the gas can. Well, the way gas prices are going, that definitely would be an incentive to buy the car if he throws that gas can in, especially if it's full of gas. 77,600 original miles. Well, we're having a great time out here at the Big Three, but right now let's toss it back to the studio, and we'll take it from there. Very good, and here we are back in our studio. And by the way, in case you didn't notice, uh, this is the first segment that we've ever done on Galaxy Moonbeam Nightsight that is in stereo. So those of you that are listening to the podcast, we're doing that part of it in stereo. So we're going to have more from the big three in a little bit. But first, a rose is a rose is an Ian rose. Ian, what's in your name? You mean, what's in a name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ian Rose here. A rose by any other name would smell like me. It would stink. Speaking of names, what was Paladin's first name? And the answer is coming up at the end of this report. Yes, we're talking names, so what's yours? And can you handle it? It seems that a name is significant. It is important to the success of your future life. You get a good name, you have a better life. Do you believe that? There was a man on TV a while back, and he thought so. So what do you think he named his son? He named his son Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln, Bob Lincoln, Lana. Yeah, you got <laughs> hey, I get. I get the picture. Hey, besides your future, what actually can a name do? It can identify what you do for a living. If you have a repeating name, you may be a radio personality. I recall the name of a New York DJ on radio. Dandy Dan Daniels. And how about the premier personality who appeared on WNEW New York, William B. Williams. Speaking of radio types, how shall we name the artists? Decades ago, some radio personalities had a different way of identifying music artists, that is, naming names. They made their handles somewhat formal. For example, Frank Sinatra was announced as Mr. Frank Sinatra. And Patty Page was announced as Miss Patty Page, who was the singing rage. Other radio personalities took a less formal approach. For example, if they were playing some Henry Mancini music, they may have referred to him as not Henry, but Hank. Hank Mancini. It means that the radio personality knew Mancini personally, or wanted you to think he did. Or maybe they had played his music so many times, they felt more familiar with him. Speaking of familiarity, there is yet another way some, or at least one radio personality referred to at least one music artist. Example, John Denver was referred to as Johnny Denver. But a B or an F, Johnny Denver. Yes, not John, but Johnny Denver. Anyway, you'll never think of Denver or John the same way again. When it comes to names, sometimes you can gild a lily. That is, you can add something to improve the name, and it doesn't probably make any difference. That something is as simple as an initial. Around the time of World War II, people were hearing a number of names on CBS with an initial in the middle. Heading the network himself was William S. Paley. 
CBS's number one journalist was Edward R. Morrow, and some of his assistants followed suit. William L. Shirer, Howard K. Smith, and Richard C. Hodlett, who I think is still alive, if I'm not mistaken. Hollywood gave us this example of David O. Selznick, the Gone with the Wind producer. Speaking of the wind, the O in his name didn't just blow in, he picked it. As a matter of fact, he went through the whole alphabet and decided that O was the best. Is this where the big O came from? I don't think so. Even presidents got into the middle initial trend. There was Franklin D. Roosevelt, or was it Roosevelt, and Harry S. Truman. Later, we were actually identifying presidents totally by their initials. There was JFK and LBJ. That's for John Fitzgerald Kennedy and Lyndon Baines Johnson. Then there were some whose initials appeared earlier in the names. Some different examples. There was those who had one initial, and that includes F. Murray Abraham, the actor, B. Mitchell Reed, the radio personality of Two Coasts, C. Douglas Dillon, a member of the John F. Kennedy, excuse me, the JFK administration, and F. Scott Fitzgerald, the novelist famous for The Great Gatsby. There are others with two initials, including E.G. Marshall, the actor, and T.S. Eliot and E.E. Cummings, both poets. By the way, all the letters in Cummings' name were in lowercase, and some had initials at the end of the name, like Malcolm X. Then there were even those who had no initials, but were given them anyway. For example, announcer Frank Gallup referred to his boss Perry Como as Mr. C, and ditto happy days. The Fonz referred to Mr. Cunningham also as Mr. C. I treated like it wasn't there. But a B or a Names sometimes are connected to their namesake's profession. There was TV's private eye, Peter Gunn. If you were hit back then in the late 1950s, you referred to him as not Peter Gunn, but Peter Pistol. Radio gave us America's number one insurance investigator, Johnny Dollar. And then there was Hopalong Cassidy. Well, he didn't hop along. His horse did. Actually, his horse trotted. His horse was named Topper, and that is psychological Topper. He was Tops. How about parallel famous names by association? Historically, England's number one admiral man, naval man, Admiral Horatio Nelson, would inspire the name of Admiral Nelson on the U.S. TV's Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. However, their first names were different. The American Nelson was named Harriman. The name is also connected to the briny deep with TV syndicated sea hunts Mike Nelson. However, there doesn't seem to be a connection with Admiral Horatio Nelson and the Nelsons, Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky, who were on radio and TV, even if you saw it on an Admiral TV. Britain's Nelson fought Napoleon Bonaparte. And that name, Napoleon Bonaparte, partially would emerge on TV's The Man from Uncle, with the headman's name, Napoleon Solo. Open Channel D. That channel was open, but Napoleon Bonaparte found his channel was closed. We're talking English Channel here. Closed because apparently it was too wide. And Britain's uh, Navy too superior in ships and men. Back to Nelson again. Now for our riddle. Get it? Nelson Riddle. See, Nelson... Uh, <laughs> never mind. Now, the question I asked at the beginning, what was Paladin's first name? And don't say Mr. Paladin's first name was Wire. It was on those calling cards he handed out. Have gun, will travel. Wire Paladin, San Francisco. Or maybe his first name was Paladin and his last name was San Francisco. Paladin and San Francisco. That's not where he left his heart. It's where he left his gun. 
I'm Ian. Johnny Denver Rose. Did you share your stage name when you were doing uh, vaudeville? No, it was all mine, and it's not to share. Ian Vin uh, Rose. <laughs> Vin, exactly. Yes, right. Vin Rose. Good well, work, thank, Vinny. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much, Ian. Thanks, Vinny. We're going to pause right now for a retro commercial, and we'll be back with more of Galaxy Moonbeam Night Sight right after this. Exclusively yours. Studebaker's new Golden Hawk. Only car in America to bring you exclusive supercharged power. Exclusive slipstream styling. Exclusive twin traction. Craftsmanship makes the big difference. Studebaker 57. Exclusively yours. At your dealer now. Welcome back to GalaxyMoonbeamNightSight.com, the podcast. And now we're going to go back to part two of the remote from the Big Three Parts Exchange at Qualcomm Stadium held in February 2011. Hold on. What's the damage? Uh, they're $35, but I discounted them to 10 Pretty good discount, eh? Yeah, not bad, huh? <laughs> I guess it's my lucky day. There you go. <laughs> yes, got my last money there. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Man, you got one there, too. And just trade. Yeah, there move it around. Thanks, yeah. gents. Oh. Well, Richard, how did it go yesterday? I better learn to sit down. Yeah. Oh, it was a madhouse all day. It was an absolute madhouse. All right, yesterday was yeah. a nightmare of rain. It rained like 12 times. The place was flooded. The police said, everybody out, everybody go home. Then they said, never mind, wait. At noon, we might reopen. So I didn't get in until afternoon, and I had to walk in from McDonald's and sell stuff. And then go back with orders of food to buy for people, you know, and get my van and come in. So it was a madhouse. So I made, what, $104 all day because of the this all this craziness? $114. Not just because they paid me for going to get their hamburgers. Richard, was there very many people here buying yesterday or not really? No. No. Almost everybody went home. The mystery to me, the surprise to me was the macho pigs of the world, right, the Hemi Dodge guys? Yeah. They all went home and gave me their donuts. And I said, hey, thank you very much. I'm staying and I'm going to eat your donuts. <laughs> well, that's great. So it was a strange day for people to make decisions. And today there's a lot of people here today. Yeah, there's uh, not not as many not as, as many there should be. As I normally, think, but there's more than yesterday. I know, but they were spooked by the rain, and uh, that's inappropriate, all of it. Yeah. Uh, this is family day, Sunday. Saturday's day, and all the hardcore people come and buy what they want. They know what they want. They got a list. They got a truck. How have sales been, Richard? Have you sold some stuff today? Uh, very damn little. Okay. <laughs> $59 on Friday because of all the craziness. $114 on Saturday, which should have been like four, five, six hundred, seven hundred bucks. All I sold really was some Mercedes alloy wheels oh, okay. for a hundred. And today, if I break a hundred, it'll be a miracle. So none of that's important to me, because now the sun is out, right? The sun is out, and... Uh, that's why we're in the drug border armpit from hell, because right. the sun is out <laughs> again. Well, Richard, I'm glad that you're doing good, and I'm glad that you stuck it out yesterday, and oh, I'm, I'm glad you're here today. I'm a winner. You are. All right, Richard, well, thanks a lot. Well, we're here with uh, John, and um, John, today's Sunday. Now, how did it go for you yesterday, Saturday? Well, it was really cold and, and, and pretty wet out here. Um, I didn't, I didn't sell very good, but, yeah, there were a few people walking around. But I got rid of a few more little odds and ends. Friday was a was a really good day for me. Right. I, uh, I got rid of all my big heavy stuff. Uh, well, you and I were talking Friday, and you were commenting about the, uh, 
kind of the atmosphere at this swap meet on Friday nights. Oh, Talk to us a little bit about that. It, it seems to be a big a big party out here. A lot of the a lot of the car clubs come out and they you know just have a good old time. There's uh, groups in three or four different places and they get their little fire pits going and start having a f- few cocktails and who knows what happens after that. Could be a fist fight or it could just be a big party. You never know. How many years have you been coming out here, John? Uh, this will be my fourth year that I've actually been out in a stall and then before that I, I probably came out for three or four years before that just just visited so uh, a lot of fun. So you're a seasoned veteran of the big three. I guess we could say that yeah. Yeah you are. Well good for you and, and it's good that you came out today not to sell but just to walk around to enjoy the swap meet. Did you buy anything today? Oh of course. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to give back all my money that I uh, you know but uh, yeah, I, I really my only goal is to come out and sell enough to pay for my stalls for next year. There and, you go. And I made a little bit more than that, so I came and gave some of that back to some guys today. And well, good. And uh, it'll be fun, and hopefully uh, all the stuff I bought will work. But I'm glad you're here, and it was good to see you again. And thanks for talking to yeah. us for a few minutes. Uh, not a problem. Yeah. Here we are with Mike Curran, and Mike, what did you find today? Well, we found some clamps for the trailer. We're going to tie downs. Excellent. And rebuild the trailer. And I picked up a spare trailer power adapter. Power adapter. Oh, look at that. Four okay. down to four pin. Wow. Flat. Okay. So there you go. Cool. And uh, what have you seen here today that's uh, caught your go interest? Back up, go back up and buy some more tie downs. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff here. A lot, you know, it's a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Not a lot of electronics I haven't seen yet. Not a whole lot. I was here Friday and I saw some people that had some old radios and stuff, but uh, they were gone today. Is it thinned yeah. out a lot from the rain? It's thinned out from the rain today. At least the sun came out and some people are out here. They can come out here and uh, hang out for a little while longer. Well, Mr. Mike, I'm glad that we caught up with you. Okay. And it's been fun, and uh, we'll talk to you again here sometime soon. Okay. All right. Well, that's it from the big three. Mike and I have had a great time walking around here, meeting a lot of nice people, looking at a lot of great old cars, looking at a lot of neat things. We'll toss it back now to our studio so that we can finish up our show for today. Very good. And that was our remote from the big three auto parts exchange here in San Diego. Mike, that was a fun event. I really liked it, and it was one of the best days in San Diego as far as the weather. You'd think 24 hours before. It was, yeah. I mean, half these high rod guys were at home uh, getting two-by-fours and building their arcs. They, yeah, mm. exactly, and putting their Hemi engines and in there. And their arc. Hemi engins. <laughs> yes. uh, the, what do you call them? The Hemi, the, uh, Hemi. the Macho Hemi guys. Macho Hemi guys. Yeah, yeah. We left him all his donuts. Oh, they left him the donuts. But it was fun. It was our first remote on Galaxy Moonbeam Nightshade, and again, that was in stereo. If you are listening to the podcast, you uh, probably can hear that in stereo. At least that part of it. Anyway, usually our shows are shot in Monaro, but that part was in living stereo. In living stereo. And, you know, if you've got something going on in Southern California, all the way up, I don't know, Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. We're actually going to the Pasadena Record Swap. We'd love to hear from you. If you do have something going on in Southern California, give us a call. Yes. Or an email, or preferably an email, and we'll check it out and go cover it. Indeed we would. And we, again, thank everybody for your support as we conclude our 50th podcast and we look forward to doing 50 more and so uh we'll turn it over to ian to let him close off the show we got a, the websites here they are there's two of them galaxy moonbeam nightside at gmail.com uh, and the website that's the email website is galaxy moonbeam nightside.com all right and all together now i'm ian i'm mike and i'm smitty and thanks very much for joining us thank pre- you folks pre- and we'll see you next time